Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. Boy, have I had a day today. I woke up. I said my prayers. I took my medications. I had breakfast. And what did I do? I sat down to do my podcast, and I got an error when I opened up Audacity to start recording my podcast. It said, error while opening sound device. For some reason, it just would not record anything. It just would not open up the file. It would not open up my microphone for anything. I've been sitting here for hours going through YouTube videos, tutorials, just trying to get my microphone to open. I haven't changed anything with it, but it just wouldn't work. I went through all kinds of settings. I went through so much mumbo jumbo, so much computer mumbo jumbo, and I didn't change anything. I restarted it like 20 times. And it never worked. I didn't know what I was going to do. My computer was still working. But it just couldn't record in Audacity. I uninstalled and reinstalled Audacity. Like twice. I did everything I knew how to do. To try to get this thing to work. And it just wouldn't work. Thank the Lord for YouTube. Because there's like a thousand tutorials on this error code that I was receiving. There's so many people that have had the same error code. So what did I do? I restarted my computer again and came back. I didn't touch anything. I didn't change anything. But what did I do? I hit record and it started recording. Don't ask me what happened. I don't know. All I know is I'm just a little late with the post today. But, if nothing else, it gives me something to rant about. I can't believe it. I thought I was going to have to just stop podcasting altogether because I had no clue how to fix it. But, I thank the Lord that it got back right and I'm able to get something on here today. Prayer works. I do a lot of praying. Let's see what we can find to rant about today other than than this audacity mess up I had. As far as me, I'm having a good day. I woke up and I'm feeling good. I got something to eat. Like I said, I said my prayers. And I feel good today. So that's good. If I hadn't been feeling good, I definitely would not have tried to take on the task of trying to fix this program. Because... These tutorial videos are extremely complicated. These people, they know what they're talking about. They are deep into the, the workings of their computers fixing this problem. And it got way too deep for me. But, like I said, if nothing else, it ended up fixing itself. I thought maybe my cat had got up here and messed it up. But she hasn't had a chance to because I keep her out of here 90% of the time. 
whenever she wants to come in, I'll let her come in as long as I'm not at the computer or if I'm just laying in the bed, I'll let her get up in the bed and lay with me. She likes to walk in and out from behind my blinds though and lay in the window. She's broken two of my blinds, but oh, she's a cat. She's going to do stuff like that. I don't mind it. I'll just buy another set of blinds when I move or I'll just leave these here. I don't know if I'm going to have to take them with me or if I'm going to leave them here. They were here when I got here, so I really don't know who owns them. And the answer is yes. I do have some good news for today, a good news story. More than 400 California college graduates were left overwhelmed with joy and surprise earlier this week after they were told that anonymous donors had paid off their student debt. The unidentified benefactors paid off the debt by donating more than $8 million to Students Rising Above, a San Francisco-based nonprofit organization that helps send low-income, first-generation college students through college and provide them with personal guidance, mentoring, internships, and career guidance. Despite how 100% of SRA students are from low to moderate incomes and 62% are living below the federal poverty line, however, the average SRA grad finishes school with $8,000 in debt. With student loans increasingly becoming a financial burden, SRA is grateful for the opportunity to facilitate relief to our hardworking alumni who have become highly productive members of the workforce nationwide, said SRA CEO Elizabeth Devaney, who informed the grads of their relieved debts in a Zoom call this week. Kimberly Armstrong, who owed $300,000 in law school debts is just one of the SRA students who has now been freed from the financial burden thanks to the generous donation. She told KPIX, It's a shock. It's amazing. It's a relief, though. Literally, it's a weight lifted. Dr. Zachary Tabb, who owed $160,000 in medical school debt, agreed with the sentiment. It's life-changing. I've had debt really my entire adult life. And so it's just something that everywhere you go, it follows you, he told reporters. It's really a generational impact. To completely unburden myself and all of them has a real multiplicative effect, not only to my fellow SRA scholars' lives, but on the contributions they can make to society. Well, that's just a great story there. People really just coming up and just helping these people out, these low-income students who are, who are doing good with their lives and who are going to do good in society. You know, doctors and lawyers. and It's good to see that they're receiving the help that they really need and deserve. Thank the Lord for those kind-hearted, generous donors. Anyone who tunes in regularly and goes over and checks out my blog over at justarant.club. That's justarant.club, where I usually post different content over there. 
they know that I live in government-supported housing. I live on disability due to my epilepsy. I have uncontrolled seizures. They're controlled, yet they're uncontrolled. I have regular seizures about every six weeks. Anywhere from every four to six weeks, I'll have a seizure. So they're controlled, but they're uncontrolled because I still have seizures. So what do I do? I live in government housing, and I receive a disability check, and I got a cat. And I was going to go online and get a certificate to get my cat certified as a support animal and what happened was I got to doing some research and come to find out that costs a little bit of money and that's one thing I don't have a lot of is money and so I talked to my housing supervisor about it and she told me that I was just worrying way too much about this cat she said as long as I you know keep the cat keep everything clean you know, don't let the cat destroy the apartment and things like that. She says, I really don't have anything to worry about. So that's good. And my roommate, he has to move also. I hate the idea of living alone. I like living with a roommate because it's always somebody around who can tell me what's going on with my seizures. When I have them, if I don't know that I have one what I do while I have my seizures and you know it's just another set of eyes on me when my brain's not working she tells me I'm codependent I don't feel it's codependency but it may be but no matter what there's nothing I can do now I have to go live alone and I'm gonna try to take on this world alone which I've already lived alone before and I personally didn't like it because I would wake up in odd places. I would wake up in the kitchen floor. I would wake up in the bathroom floor, you know, things like that after having seizures. And, you know, this is going to be another one of those times. But I lived through it and I plan on living through this also. But as far as my roommate goes, he really accepted me for who I was and he didn't judged me by my disability he saw me have many many seizures and he helped me through a lot of them and it takes a lot for somebody not to judge you after seeing you have a seizure I've lost a lot of close friends or people whom I thought were friends after just having one seizure in front of them I don't know if it's their feeling of lack of power if they feel powerless in that situation or if it's just so scary that they just don't want to be around it anymore I don't know all I know is I'm on the the negative end of it because personally I have seen people have seizures before and it's definitely not pretty it's definitely not something you want to be around and it keeps people away from you because after they see one, they're always expecting another one.
It's also like any epileptic. You're always waiting on the next one. The last one. You always hope to be the last one. But no matter what, you're always waiting on the next one. And I believe so is everyone else. Well, with my recording program messing up and bugging out this morning, this has really turned into a decent rant. I got I got a lot of stuff out. I was able to get on here and rant. That's always a good thing for me. I need it because it gives me something to do. It gives me something positive to do. It really helps me deal with a lot of emotional issues that I have. And I just enjoy doing it because I get to keep a, a journal and I have people listening. So if nothing else, I want to thank you for stopping by. I want to thank the Lord for allowing my microphone to work again. So I was able to post because if I don't do my podcast during the day, I don't know what I would do. A man can only watch so much Netflix. I mean, some of that content on there is just rough. But if nothing else, I thank you for stopping by. Thank you for checking in. And may the Lord bless you.